Hi there, pageant people. And once again, we are back with another pageant podcast on the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. This is Hannah, the founder and presenter of Sparkles and Rhinestones. And whenever I say founder, I <laughs> I always think, wow, it actually, I'm making it sound like so much bigger than what it is. Um, but I'd like to think that we've helped a few pageant people in their time, not just the coaching side, because that's, I think it's quite separate, um, but more of the stuff that we're doing, the impact we have, given all your tips and advice. Um, so remember, if you have any topics that you want covered at all, just let us know. I hope that you're doing fantastic in this second lockdown. Um, I hope that you're in a better mind frame. I know that <laughs> the first lockdown, I definitely had a few mental breakdowns, um, but I'm feeling very positive. After the first week, now I'm recording this, I feel a little bit more positive about what's going to happen. And now that I have my own little diary, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start writing down ideas and guessing into my pageant um, headspace because definitely writing things down really does help me. But what are we going to talk about today on the podcast? We are going to be talking about the pageant stage. Yes, the stage. The stage where all the magic happens where you get to strut your stuff, be sassy, be extra, all the twirls, all the fun, all the smiles, all the confidence walks, all the swishing and swishing of all those fashion wears and the elegance of evening wear and where the crowns are put on your head. So the stage, before anything, I do recommend watching a pageant. Whether you watch the walks of like the major pageants that have just happened right now, like Miss America has happened. Um, there's lots, well, <laughs> a lot of American pageants are happening because their COVID restrictions aren't as strict as ours at the moment. So we haven't been able to have our events, whereas they have things in place, um, depending on different states. I'm not too clued up with how that's happening. Um, but did you see, like, all their matching gowns with the masks? Like, so good. <laughs> that is chic at its finest. Um, but going away from the subject, um, that is where you'll be able to watch different walks. There are videos of pageant finals here in the UK, usually live streams from different people, different pages. Um, we used to, We used to actually live stream pageants when we watched them, but... Now, well, <laughs> it's obviously stopped now. We used to do interviews at pageant finals at the same time. Um, but now we've stopped because obviously there's no events. But it's more like to enjoy the pageant finals. I feel like I'm usually rushing around trying to get interviews and get footage. And I wasn't getting to appreciate what was happening. Of course, I was very loud and <laughs> for all the girls on stage because you have to cheer extra loud. Because some people might not have anyone in the audience. So cheer for every single girl, including the ones you're supporting. That is definitely a big pageant tip. And a lot of people do it, which is really nice to see. Um, but going back to what I was saying, a lot of people do have them on their Facebook page. On the pageant's Facebook page, you might have highlights. However, a lot of pageant finals now are streamed on instagram live and they disappear in 24 hours um it's sad but unfortunately because of the facebook 
um, detections of copyright um, it like flags up and stops you recording um, because of the music which is such a shame but Instagram let you do it um, so you can still watch which is great um, so always watch I'd say find videos on YouTube as well just so you can watch how people walk how different outfits to get inspiration the different styles um if you've never been able to watch a live pageant hopefully they do start up soon um but yeah so you can kind of get an idea about what's expected one disclaimer i will say before anything is that although there are loads of amazing walks um on the pageant stage you have to find something that's unique to you so you don't have to wear the highest heels. Wear a heel that you can actually walk in. That feels comfortable. Well, do heels feel comfortable? But, you know, ones where you're not going to feel like you're going to break your neck. I remember competing once and I had these platform heels and they are probably a good six inches. Um, and they had no ankle support. And I was terrified because my ankles are not the strongest point at all. They are my... Achilles heel except for my Achilles ankles <laughs> that makes no sense because obviously the Achilles is actually part of your foot um but <laughs> it might not be there's just me just thinking Greek literature there um it's yeah I was so petrified and my walk definitely suffered because I was concentrating more on my heels than actually letting the comfortability the sassiness flow out of me because I was like oh my god I don't fall down and that's why a lot of people look down you'll see them look down on stage because they are more worried about where their foot's going to be placed in rather than actually serving a walk so with all of that not everyone does all the 12s not everyone is sassy not everyone has to do a turn like it's not needed. People win without doing a turn. People win doing a turn. People win without doing a turn. It, it's not for everyone. So find a style that works for you. Whether you practice yourself, get someone to help you. Whether you get walk coaching, um, we do offer walk coaching here at Sparkles and Rhinestones. We ha- we have done it virtually before. I do prefer doing it face to face just because it's a lot easier to show you into like pinpoint these things out um but covid has cancelled all of our sessions this year so next year i think we only have one bookable space now um depending on what's going to happen with covid uh <laughs> and we hope that it does happen so with that um in the handbook chapter 13 is pageant walks and accessories so here we discuss we have different diagrams of the different stages um and things like that i'm just going to read a little bit and also um explain a bit more um so there are a lot of different stages there is um the catwalk stage would be a very narrow um runway or a little bit larger, there'll be just a big open space where you can walk and you'll do a T formation um, or backwards T formation. So with all of this, the T formation is basically you're going to walk in a T. So the first point um, is back. So you're going to the middle, you'll walk straight up to the front of the stage 
and then you'll go left, right, or right, left, middle, then back. So you're basically walking in a T. That's what a T formation is, if you ever hear that. Um, so the first point is the moment of arrival, the first glimpse of you on stage, the judge and the crowd, then you'll hit the second point, which is the middle of the T. With all of these poses, you should hold these poses for at least four seconds, which is why you have more than one point at the T part of the formation. This is because the judges can then have time to see your outfit, see your face and smile, and see your confidence when you walk that runway. If you are quick as a flash, not only will the photographer not get any decent photos of you to look back on, the judges will have to rush through their judging process and you could lose marks as they won't be able to see you if you give eye contact or if the outfit suits or fits you well. So that's why the T part of affirmation is so, so important because like the front part, that's where the judges are going to see you. And depending on how many pan, like how big the panel is, if you have a panel of like eight judges, you're going to want to make sure you give eye contact to every single one of them. Um, you want to make sure that you're looking at them, that you're smiling at them, that you are giving the best posture, that you are posing and hitting those poses. Um, we always say, free, count three to four seconds in your head. Please don't count it physically because they're going to see you counting. Um, those When you hit those poses, those are when you should feel like the most confident. Um, so you'll see the the difference between a confident walk and a not so confident walk and it's usually when you first start out you're really unsure i when i first started my walk i had my hand on my hip the entire time i literally like you could sing that i'm a little teapot short and stout song um that is what i look like um <laughs> whereas now it's a little bit different and saying that a lot of other girls when they walk they'll do the military walk the arms proper swing um you have to be able to look back at your walk and this is why i said having a coach or filming your walk so you can pinpoint uh, and sometimes some coaches will help you by if you film the walk like they say well where do i need to pick up on here what do i need to do so with all that if you could ask your directors if you don't already know, like if the venue's in the same place, like every year, then you can look at last year's layout and go, okay, that's the sort of stage. Because then that helps you with your outfit prep as well. Because if you've got like a really tiny stage, you don't want like a big outfit's great, but then think of your outfit's gonna droop on the sides of the catwalk, which means you need to get a bit of air in it. Um and it all depends on how close your audience is audience is because I've been to pageant finals where <laughs> you didn't get knocked out by the girl's outfit. Um, you want to be really careful with it. Um, so with all that, when you go on stage, you have to walk with confidence. Even if you don't feel 100%, put on those heels and become the next Sasha Fierce. By standing tall and walking with confidence, you are showing the judges that you were born for this stage that this is your moment and that they are there to watch you. I always say to my girls, like, you know, you've got to make them think, yeah, this is the one, crown it, let's not watch anyone else, crown it now. Um, that's what we are looking for. We're looking for that energy. Um, and I know it's hard if you like, if you want to look at the floor because you're scared, but honestly... If you're not confident enough in your outfit to be walking, 
then you might need to change your outfit or change your heels or change something that makes you feel like, yes, I'm walking in this, I'm serving up a look. Um, and also it comes with practice as well, so you should definitely practice in your outfits. Like, I know when you go to coaching or if you're practicing in your living room, you're not really going to wear your outfits. However, it really does benefit you to wear your outfits when you're walking. Um, because then you know, oh, I actually need to change this shoe, I need to change this, I, I can do this and I can do that. The second part of making sure that you smash that stage is eye contact. It's making the judges fall in love with those eyes, with your face. You've spent three minutes, just three minutes, or maybe even a minute with each judge um, for the interview. That's not enough time. You only get about 30, 40 seconds on stage. Like, it feels like a lifetime. However, when it gets to that final, it'll go by so quickly. Like, so quickly. So, make sure you give them eye contact and making sure that you are letting them know that you are confident. That's what you're showing them. When you're doing that pose and you're giving that eye contact, you're scanning as you're walking, you're showing that you are confident and you are not afraid to look at them and you're not afraid of the judges. The judge, you're not afraid of the judges. <laughs> so one trick I always say, if you feel uncomfortable with looking at people like in the eye, look at their forehead. Because it looks like, it then looks like you are already looking at their face, at their eyes. Um, so look at their forehead. Um, I would say, of course, if you are uncomfortable looking at eye contact, if you are on the spectrum and you find eye contact really difficult, let your director know beforehand. Um, just because then it's not saying that you're going to be scored differently. It's just that as a judge, I then know that you're not going to make the eye contact because of, um, of what you're living with. Um... I don't want to force you to be uncomfortable. So it's adapting and changing. I'm like, right, okay, so you're not looking at my eyes, but I can still see your facial features. Um, so I can still judge you accordingly without that. So remember as well, especially with walks, and I know a lot of you girls don't want to dwell on the fact that this may be something that hinders you on a pageant stage. But let your let the director know so they can let the judges know because it could be a deciding factor. And they go, oh, I wish I, you could do this. And it's like, physically, you can't, you know. Like, if you need to walk with a stick, if you need to have lower heels, if you need to um, have a pageant that has a, you know, a wheelchair ramp so you can walk on that. And when I mean walk, I mean, like, use your wheelchair. Um, you know what I mean. So, don't, you would say to not let it hold you back already. You would say that. You don't want um, anything to hold you back, but you have to still make sure that they know so it's not holding you back without me indirect. Honestly, the judges, the, the directors will tie you off <laughs> if they find out. They go, why didn't you say, you know, we could have done this. It's... <laughs> all about being equal and being you know equality for all and there's so many pageants now that are so accepting of so many different conditions and disabilities honestly 
so if you do suffer of anything please research as well because there's nothing worse than finding out that the stage doesn't have this doesn't have to doesn't have any accommodations um don't be afraid so going back to commanding the stage smile with your teeth now you may not like your smile but others may love your smile and I know sometimes it's a personal it's a personal let me get that out more words out it's a personal issue that sometimes you have to overcome but honestly smiling with your teeth it just lightens up your face it really does change and you can see the difference and especially with my clients I show them the difference I'm like look this is the difference of smiling with your teeth and smiling back and you can just see it just it just lights up the room it changes the whole of your demeanor um of course there are going to be times when you're pouting modeling face serious look um but honestly um it really does change um enjoy the moment enjoy the stage really soak in all of that amazingness because you're only on stage for a short time the longest outfit you will spend in your pageant will be your evening gown and that's because you do even walk and it's the longest walk anyway then you have interval and then you'll have stage and crowning so you're in that the longest your fashion wear and other things you're only in for 34 seconds so milk milk it girl um <laughs> milk it but enjoy it and then as i said before um you don't have to do turns you don't have to do twirls um not everyone will smile and laugh but faking it faking those laughs don't do it just don't do it i've seen one pageant girl who could have won her title but she didn't because she laughed at every single point and it's heartbreaking seeing that because it just looks like you're laughing the whole time on stage and i get it when sometimes you're nervous you laugh that's fine it's a little nervous laugh it's all good but if you're going to each point and then laughing and doing the same thing, a laugh, a swish of the cape, you know, on to the next thing, a laugh, a swish on the cape, a little push of the shoulders, it's, it doesn't look natural, doesn't look comfortable, and it just looks like you're over-exaggerating something that doesn't need to be like that. So leave the fake laughs at home. Okay? Now... <laughs> It may be an unpopular opinion, but that's something I just don't like. And I said, a laugh or two is fine. Like, I'm not against that at all. Sometimes it's just natural. Sometimes you see your friend in the crowd, you're like, oh my goodness, you know. Or you're just generally enjoying life, that's fine. But when it gets to every single point, you're doing exactly the same. And it's literally the same three things over and over and over again. Don't make that the reason why you're a runner-up. Don't do it and make yourself a winner. So with all of those points really just enjoy the stage but remember that the interview's done you can't change anything about that you might not even have an interview it might all be stage work um don't dwell on what has happened on stage if you fell over for example if you slipped on something you style it out you get back up there that's when you can definitely laugh um and you strut and walk on um don't dwell on the fact that you might not have given the best performance that you can because getting into that negative headspace will then 
just be like a domino effect on everything else. And we don't want that. We want you to be smashing it. We want you to be loving life and just enjoying it and not focus on the bad stuff. Now, we all do it. We all do it. We're always WhatsApping our friends or messaging like, oh my God, how do I do? What do I do? It's great for that. Sometimes it's great for the hype. Sometimes your friends will say, don't do this, do that, do this, do that. Um, Absolutely fine. Focus on improving with each time. Don't focus on what's happened. Just focus on improving. And regardless of whether you get the crown or not, remember that when you're on stage, everyone can see you. Everyone can see your facial expressions. So if someone you won that you didn't like or you don't think is going to be a good queen, they're going to see that on your face. Poker face, girls. Poker face. Smile. And sometimes you are generally happy but, you know, sometimes it hurts and you take, you're not taking the crown. Of course, if there's a top 10, top 5, you kind of built yourself to it. You know, I have been in that position where you're top ten, you've not made the top 10. You're like, okay, you're smiling and clapping. You're standing on stage and then you're doing the side awards first. That drags on for ages. You're like, I can't keep smiling. My heart is breaking. I just want to go and eat pizza. Um, <laughs> get a McDonald's. You know, it's hard. Sometimes it's obviously harder if you were then in the placements, like holding the hand of the winner and your name's called as first runner-up. Oh, the flashbacks. Um, But it hurts. Um, But it's all about the facial expressions, being strong, and then when you get back into your hotel room, then cry your eyes out, eat all the chocolate, drink all the drinks, responsibility, responsible, all of that. Have that time to yourself. And we talk more about the mindset in how to deal with all these emotions. Um, but for right now, we're focused on the stage, and it's like, make sure that you have your poker face on. Enjoy that stage enjoy it it's so much fun pageantry is so much fun and don't let it suck the fun out when it gets too serious because you'll find that sometimes the winners are the ones that they did take it seriously but they enjoyed the moment they had fun with it because that's what you're going to remember you're not going to remember who won what well you would be but like You're not going to focus on that. You're going to focus on, I had an amazing time. I met these amazing girls, like, down the line. Like, so, make sure you enjoy your time on stage. Make sure you use it to your advantage. Work out beforehand what um, the stage is like. If not, ask if it's going to be a catwalk or a big stage. Check out the venue if you can. See what's going to happen. Um, when I say check it out, look online, like, don't go in there going, yeah, I'm competing in, like, two months, like, scoping it out, like, some FBI, (laughs) FBI stakeout, um, but yes, with that, eye contact, so important, make sure you have the right shoes, make sure you give that confidence to the right posture, honestly, your posture will change your walk and change your poses, work on that whether it's watching youtube videos whether it's watching pageant finals whether it's working with a coach or practicing yourself however you train make sure you focus on those points so i thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i really hope you're enjoying them um i'm loving recording them 
especially as I can record them with no makeup on. It's brilliant. Um, so some of the bits that we read out was from the Ultimate Pageant Handbook, which is available to buy. Thank you to those who have already bought their copy. They flew out as soon as they came in. Literally were in my house less than 24 hours. <laughs> I did feel sorry for them, but also sorry for the post office who had to uh, individually post them all. Um, but if you would like a copy, message the socials. Pageant con tickets are still available. I keep saying about that. Um, and yes, I hope this finds you well. Give me all the feedback, good or bad. It's all good. Um, but enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening.